0: It's episode 20 of the Authentic Mama podcast. We started this journey 20 weeks ago, and today our topic is boundaries. They're beautiful. Um, I just want to talk to you about boundaries and how to set them. A lot of our discussion is based on the book by Cloud and Townsend that is entitled boundaries. And I want you to be thinking about, is my no-no and do the people in my life take my no? It's a good thing to know and appreciate and encounter as a mama. So all you authentic mamas, join me right now. Boundaries, they're beautiful. This is Amy Mulder, the authentic mama, trying to keep it real here. And I've wanted to do this for a while, talk to you about boundaries. It's a topic that doesn't get enough play, um, but there's a lot of great books on the subject. And part of the reason that this is such an important thing, if you are leading your family, as all mamas are, um, one of the things that's really important is that we know how to chart our life with the least amount of resentment and anger possible. Am I right? Or let God help chart our life without the least amount of anger and resentment possible. And it's a hard journey. If you are a recovering people pleaser like I am, um, It is you want everyone to be happy. You want there to be a win-win. And the question um, that we're talking about today is, when do I put a boundary up? How do I keep a boundary? What are some areas where boundaries would be helpful? And you really need to ask yourself is, if I have people in my life that don't respect or appreciate my boundaries, you know, is do they really like me or do they just like me when I do what they want? And that's a good question to ask yourself, We um, choose to have our friends in our lives, but we don't choose to have our family. Our family happens with marriage or with our, our birth. And so it's really important that we walk these relationships and know how to put boundaries up. One of the most important things that I learned as a people pleaser trying to keep everybody happy is that, first of all, when my goal was to keep everybody okay, is everyone okay? Um... I was ticked off because I was doing all this work to keep everybody okay and I was completely miserable. So someone else's feelings or opinions, that's not on you. But you need to know what you own. And you do own your attitudes, your words, your actions, and you have to know, you have to own them. A lot of times when we're having trouble with other people or we're we're feeling resentful or just an overwhelming sense of frustration, it's because we're owning their words, you know what I'm saying? So this book has really been helpful to me. I want to be somebody that takes responsibility for my choices, but I also want to have good boundaries so I can have really free, awesome relationships. A good question, and this is from my friend, um, Amy Orban, who's been on my podcast. A good question is, is what I want reasonable or unreasonable? Is it reasonable for me to want this or want that? Is it reasonable for me to want to have Christmas at home in my house with just the boys and Devin and me? Is that a reasonable thing? or is that unreasonable? So you have to ask yourself, and setting boundaries does not mean you get to people, please. It actually is the exact opposite. When you kind of take ownership for what you would like and the boundaries that you are setting, sometimes people get hurt. Um, When Ford was just born, and everybody was down in Texas, and it was so good of them to come down, when Ford was just born, we had a family picture. Now, I truly do not love the process of family picture. It's always been stressful for me, but I do love the results. So, we've had a lot of back at my in laws, love it. My, in-law, my mom and my mom in law and my two sisters in law love getting ready for the pictures and figuring out what they're going to wear and doing all of that. I am over it before we even get out of the door. So, I know that this is important to Devin's family. So God has really helped me, you know, let go of some things. I would love to never do it again, to be honest. And there have been some really beautiful pictures that have come from the whole thing. But the process is just not for me. So here's, here's me trying to figure out how to lead my family, how to do this. And Ford's, this is Ford's first family picture. He's about two or three months old, and I had picked out an outfit for him. And one of my sister-in-law says, Amy, that is not an okay outfit for him to wear, and I did a boundary. I said, this is my son's first picture. He's going to wear what I say because I'm the mama up in here. Now, that did not make my sister-in-law happy. She was very upset and it did cause some drama. But the problem was is that I knew that that was reasonable for me as the mom to pick the, pick the outfit from my kid's first picture. I knew it. And I also note, it's reasonable for my mother-in-law to want pictures of the whole family, and I'm a part of the whole family. So I can let go of my dislike of getting ready for family pictures, and I can bribe my children to be well-behaved, which they have been, um, for the last three ones, even though all anybody remembers is the ones when they haven't been behaved. But anyway, um, and we can do that because it's really neat to have those pictures as memories. And it's a beautiful thing, really. I just don't love it. So do you see what it is? It's reasonable for me to do a boundary and say, no, during this picture, my kid's going to wear what... This is my kid's first picture. But it's really unreasonable to say we will never have family pictures again. But the boundary that I set kind of set it for even when I get criticized for what we're wearing or anything like that. I know that it's reasonable. I know it's reasonable to say, my family is wearing this for this family picture because you asked us to wear whatever and this is what we're wearing. And everybody else really enjoys that whole back and forth. Well, maybe I could wear this and maybe I could wear this and I could wear this. I I can't stand that. But I don't have to be a part of that. I can put a boundary that says, this is what I'm going to do. And if people are hurt, that's okay because it's reasonable for me to ask that. Now, (laughs) you may hurt people when you put boundaries In your family choices, all right. Um, I had a desire when Ford was six years old, so I had a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old at this. You know, this was this was these were the ages, and I saw all of my friends going on these long Disney trips where they would stay on the property at the Disney resort and go and go to and we. decided that we were going to do that. I called one of my friends, and I'm sure you have this experience too. I called one of my friends that was like um, a Disney travel planner where they just plan your vacation and they get travel points and it doesn't cost any extra. And I said, how much would this be? How much would this be? And she said, for $3,200, you can get a four night, five day, get into all the parks, um, just one park a day, And then you get a meal plan that's two meals and a snack every day for $3,200. Plus you get to stay there and you get to get to the... And I said, okay, we're going to do this. So legitimately we had a jar on our... A counter, and we saved. We didn't have two pennies for two years. We didn't do ice cream. Anytime we got extra money for something, or like we didn't have to pay something, we had to do the money went in the jar. And then we planned this trip when my boys were eight, six, and four. We went to Disney, and we had the most fun ever. It was amazing. It was the first family thing that we had paid for the vacation before we went. We weren't catching up from the vacation afterward, and we paid for the vacation before we went. And it was just a wonderful, um, it was one of the best things just with my three boys, you know. Now, when we were going to Disney, my mom really wanted to go with us. She wanted to experience it with us. Um my mother-in-law had already taken my boys to Disney World, and my mom really wanted to experience Disney with us. And I had to say, "Mom, you're not going on this." And that broke my mom's heart. She had had her eyes set on going with us. My thing is, I want one vacation where we get to do whatever the heck the Mulders want to do and we don't have to go, what do you think? And what do you think? And can you go here? We have to walk slow for you. Or we get to go out to dinner for hours. Or I wanted just to do Amy and Devin Mulder running around, um, walking fast, eating on the go. I mean, I wanted it the way we wanted it to be. And that is fine. That is reasonable, right? But I hurt my mom. My mom was very disappointed. But we got over it because my mom was not against us having vacation by herself. She just had it in her head that she was going with us. So I excluded her. I knowingly excluded her. And that was the boundary I set. But what's amazing is our relationship did not go into the nether regions. There were no nether regions. There were no tantrums. There was no fit. I disappointed my mom and I knew I hurt her. But as Townsend and Cloud say, those people in our lives who can respect our boundaries will love our wills, our opinions, and our separateness. Those who don't respect our boundaries are saying, I only like you when you do what I want. And my mom, although she had every reason to be sad about it, I knew that I was going to have this great thing. with. She wanted me to have the great thing with my boys. I know it took her a while to get over, but it is reasonable and good for me to want to have a vacation that I worked on for two years to pay um, to go with my boys and just my boys. Now, my mom was willing to pay if she was taking me to Disney, but I knew if we were going to go with mom, and we did go a couple years later with mom and dad on his last vacation with us, I knew that if we went and somebody else paid, you have to do what they want to do because that's just the the thing. They're paying and that you should do what they want to do. And I just wanted selfishly maybe to have my own way with vacation. And we ran our butt off. We went to all the boys stuff at Disney World. We were Jedis. We did everything. And it was such a joy to have that long-term goal. You know, holidays are the big time for boundaries for families. Um, where you're going for Thanksgiving, where you're going for Christmas, everybody wants you there all the time, and you can't be there all the time. I think one boundary that, um, one boundary that I, I have that I'm not sure all of my in-laws have is I love my five. I do love my mom. I love Devin's mom. I love my sister-in-laws and their families. I do. I love all my nieces and my nephew. But the deal is, is that I like to be with just my five sometimes. And I'm not sure everybody has that need as much as me. So it's not reasonable for me to be like, I will never see my in-laws during holidays. It is reasonable it is reasonable to me to want to carve out some of that time. And so we have been dancing the boundaries and doing all of that. Um We have been dancing with those boundaries the whole time. Now with COVID, it all messed it up. But we want to make sure, we want to make sure that um, we are giving our boys time to wake up on Christmas morning in our own house. And so that's not a weird thing to do. And... You know, I'm kind of speaking to myself in the future here. There will be a day when my three sons are not all in my house for Christmas and Thanksgiving and all of the holidays. They will go out and do live their own life and need to go to their in laws or be, you know, off a cliff. I don't know what they're going to do. They're adventuresome kiddos, so we'll see. And I'm going to have to get used to, oh, okay, they are my sons, but they're these other things their husbands, their fathers, they're their own people. And just appreciate when I see them and when I get to be with them. It's, it's okay in holidays to insist upon things that you would like. It is not okay to never be flexible. You should be able to go with other people's opinions or ideas or anything like that. So this is, this is, this is the beauty of boundaries. Because let me tell you what will happen if we can go down the road a little bit, what will happen if you are just completely doing everything everybody else wants and not insisting on anything you want? You will become a very bitter, angry person. And you will become a mom that is internally focused. And then this poor me thing will come on like, poor me, I never ever get to do what I want. Well, part of that is your choice. You didn't say, I am going to do this. It's the same mistake I see moms doing when they're like, I am the only person that can ever touch my child or hold my child or teach my child. No one else should have any influence on my kid at all. What happens when you live that reality is it's too much for you. And this kind of reverts back to that It Takes a Village um, podcast I did a couple weeks ago with my sister-in-law, Dana. You have to be able to accept help or you will be a very miserable and person. Same with boundaries. If you just please everyone, you're never pleasing yourself. And what, what what's better? A relationship that has gone through some discussion and disagreement and angst that comes through the other side and is able to appreciate the boundaries, or a relationship where you just gave everything and received nothing, you will be empty and angry. So I encourage you to look at your relationships. It's very important in your marriage that you have boundaries, that you have separateness, that you have time to be by yourself. Because time by yourself makes you a better you. And there should be times where you are not this mom and that's all you are. And the moment that you let go of you as a woman, as a person, as a mom, the moment you say, well, I am just here to serve everyone else, that is the moment that bitterness roots in your heart and you are unable to find happiness within your family because you have no happiness on your own. Teenagers now. I have 14 year old, 12 year old and 10 year old and Ford met a little girl in camp and everybody told me about it and I was kind of teasing him and I said, and I kept trying to ask him questions. You know, I want to be interested in his life. I do check his phone. So, I mean, that's a whole other podcast on how to be technologically savvy and mirror the phone and all that. I do check his phone and make sure he's not going on any gross, you know, things and we kind of talk about things and that kind of stuff. But the truth is, he deserves to have his own thought life. I don't know what he's thinking, and I should let him have that. And so I was asking him, I said, so what made this girl? Why did you like this girl? She seemed kind of cute, or whatever, And but what What? But what, what about her? And he just said, he put a boundary up. And he said, no, I'm not discussing this with you, Ma. He said, nope, I am not discussing this with you, Uh He said, listen, I'm not doing anything weird or whatever, but I get to have my own mental space. And I was kind of proud of him. But I'm just realizing how much is I don't know about what Ford thinks or what Ford feels. And we do have a relationship where we talk about a lot of things. But I need to be able to have that boundary. He needs to be able to have that boundary with me, and I need to respect it. An important thing to know is why you should put a boundary up. The first thing you should do is you should put a boundary up because there are th- certain things you need to say no to and there are certain things you need to say yes to. And if you don't know what you want, if you have gone down the people-pleasing track and the keeping everybody happy track so much that you don't even know what you want... Um, that's a time to really pray and go, God, give me some insight into my own desires. It's important that you know that you have your own opinions that are perfectly reasonable. But if you have somebody where you, maybe it's a holiday thing, like you said, we're not coming to Thanksgiving this year, we will next year, or whatever it is. And you have put that boundary up and someone throws a tantrum and says, I will never speak to you again, I, you, have, you have wounded me deeply, I am finished with you, you're going to have to ask yourself, do I own those feelings? Because it's hard when someone's hurt, or when someone's coming at you with a lot of anger, But you have to be able to rest in, well, why did I want Thanksgiving not there with them? It's because I'm going to this house for Thanksgiving. That's reasonable. So you have to be able to look back to your why and know that this boundary was reasonable. It is totally fine. And if they are upset, that's on them. And that's the hardest thing is to realize someone is angry with you. And that is just the way it is. You know, Ford giving me the boundary of, mom, I'm not going to tell you everything I'm thinking is a reasonable thing to be a 14-year-old boy and not expose all of your thoughts to your mom. It hurt me a little bit because he's growing up and my influence is important, but it's not total. And I'm now much more of a mentor and a guide and I am struggling with that role. The good news is hopefully by the time I get to Cooper, I'll be through this journey. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I will be good gravy (laughs) this parenting thing is so hard but you may get people mad because you're saying no I am not doing that I am doing this you know I do not my mom lives near us and she's a wonderful my boys love playing games with her and spending time with her but she is not at my beck and call Sometimes she's very able to help me in an emergency, so I don't mean that. But I shouldn't be able to call her every minute and go, I need you to do this for me, Mom. I need you to do that for me, Mom, and her be available. She has her own life. But I do try to respect her and say, hey, Mom, on this day, could you do this? So, Devin, I can do this. And I try to give her warning because she doesn't love spur the moment. She loves warning. No, my mother-in-law loves to do stuff spontaneously and spur the moment and loves to be available like when there's a problem, she is there for you. That's just who she is. So that doesn't stress her out. But I know it stresses my mom out. And those are the ways I try to respect the boundaries. But just because my mom gave birth to me doesn't mean I am owed um, inaccessible amounts to her time and that she is there on, on this planet to serve me. That's a ridiculous thing because if my mom is just there to serve me, I have grossly, grossly um, misstated her purpose in life. Boundaries are beautiful. They help you. They help you go, this is what I want and this is not what I want. This is unreasonable and that is unreasonable. But if you're living life with people, you're going to tick people off. And let me tell you, forgiveness is a part of this boundary discussion. People have hurt you in your family and in your life people have hurt you. And the Bible is clear. We always this is from Townsend and Cloud. This is this is kind of my take on what they said, but I want to make sure I give them uh, credit because I don't know if I uh, restated what they said, but this is this is reflections on their book. We always need to forgive. We always need to forgive. Why? Because it releases forgiveness, is about our hearts. And it releases us from a debt owed. So someone owes a debt to us, someone hurt us. And when we forgive them, our hearts are released. And then what happens is this work of grace internally happens. And that forgiveness is reached, what they did to you no longer stings you, you are able to forgive. But the thing we don't always achieve because forgiveness is internal. It's when God comes and says, that person did a wrong thing to you, but I am healing your heart from that, and you don't need to see justice serve. You can give grace. But what happens is, is sometimes we are longing for reconciliation. Because when we're looking at an um, experience or a problem or a conflict through our perspective, through our brain it makes sense to us that this is the way to reconcile. The problem is, is if you're trying to reconcile with another person from another brain, from another experience, they're coming at it from a different perspective. And reconciliation is the outward of the forgiveness. So you must forgive. You need to forgive. Forgiveness is the way to freedom, living life in Christ. But the deal is, reconciliation is up. You should be open to it, but it doesn't always happen. People are not always going to see things the way you see them. People are not going to always look at life through your lens. And the boundaries give you a chance to say, I forgive this person. They are mad at me and the world keeps on spinning and life is okay. I have friends in the in the reflection of this um, election, this past election, there is a huge wall in between them and their parents. Their Their parents are saying, because you did this thing we don't agree with, you did not vote for Trump because you voted for Biden, we are not going to have a relationship with you. It's been a complete and total, um, really sad wall. So the question is, as much as my friends are trying for reconciliation, as you should, you should try for reconciliation. And they need to forgive their parents because... They need to forgive their parents because their parents have hurt them, and the only way for them to be free and have the work of grace is to forgive. But there may not be reconciliation because it takes two to reconcile. So you put the boundary up and you say, Lord, help me forgive, and Lord, help me walk and live in grace. As we sit behind the boundary wall, there's great freedom in knowing, this is my line. And... Yes, you may hurt people or offend people, but I just want to let you know that what I truly believe is that boundaries give people gifts. They know where your line is, and we have to be able to accept no from other people. So your friend does something that seems completely insane to you. If it's not hurting a kid or hurting themselves and they're doing something kind of off, it's really not your business. So your family member does things exactly opposite of you. Live life with them and just realize what isn't your business. And as you lead your family, Authentic Mamas, just realize that every boundary you do that it has your kids in mind and your family's health in mind, every boundary is a way for the freedom and work of grace to work in your life. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing boundaries. They're beautiful. That's episode 20. Join me next week for episode 21 where I talk to the very illustrious Dr. Juanita V. Copley, who also happens to be my mom, about independence. This is Amy Mulder, the authentic mama, saying boundaries. They're beautiful.